we're recording episode eight of the fitness zone i am tyson pfeiffer who am i with this week this is frank with fit over 50 how you doing guys <laughs> it only took eight episodes for you to do a fake name what's up frank frank the fitness over 40 i guess it should be chuck because our big bodybuilders my name is chuck frank and fit sounded better <laughs> we got frank the tank and then you got uh, chuck the truck uh, in case somebody's just tuning in, they're not here with Tyson and Frank or Tyson the Tank. They're here with a uh, Chris Ombe, fitness Tyson over forty. Yep. Yeah, I could be Tyson the. I'd be a small tank though. I'd be a small tank though. Listeners, thank you for tuning in. This is episode eight of the Fitness Zone, and um, I had a great weekend. I actually ran a Spartan race again. I am wearing a medal. Big improvements. I got second place in my oh, age group. Yeah. How many? Were, how many were there? Three. And I got the third place was missing a leg, so I barely beat him. No, man, there was uh, so second place in the 40 to 44 category. There was 57 people in that age group. I was uh, 17th overall out of about 400 people. I think there was 300, about 380 total contestants in this race on the weekend. Uh, so, yeah, that was Saturday, man. Well, we woke up at 5 a.m., drove down to Houston, ran wow. the race, and then drove right back. Well, tell me what's all involved in a Spartan race for the guys who don't know. Uh, so Spartan, Savage, Tough Mudder, they're, uh, the short term is OCR, Obstacle Course Race. Um, and so it's a mileage race. The Spartan I ran was the Blitz, which is a short one. It's only a 5K, 3.2 miles, over 20 obstacles. The one I did, the Savage Race last weekend, was the actual race race, not the, the short Blitz. So it was 6.3 miles, 20-something obstacles. And it took me uh, an hour and 10 minutes to knock that out. Now, is this um, where they going up the hills and stuff? I mean, this ain't flat. I mean, you're climbing up hills and, and... Sometimes. It depends. This one down in Houston was actually pretty flat, but it was very sandy. So you're basically running in sand the whole time. You got you to gotta prepare for that, just the way your shoes are. and your Because if you get sand in your shoes... Yeah, no. So, yeah, I, I just run uh, an Adidas trail runner. I had my ankle braces on, though, preparing for that sand, for that little squishy... Uh, ankle roll side to side getting the cast prepared so man i was super happy with my time i wasn't even pushing it really hard i was totally surprised to get second place i thought it'd be my numbers would be closer to the savage race i was what was i i was in my age group i was 22nd i believe out of about 60 and then i was 132 or 136 overall about 400 people based on my time and i did that mini blitz in 42 minutes so that 3.2 miles the terrain was much rougher on that Savage race outside of Austin. It was up and down, in and out of lake, uh, not lake, but river and creek breads the whole time. So oh, there was nothing, cool. nothing was flat. So it was constant up and down and then obstacles. So it was a much slower pace run for those 3.2 miles. But yeah, man, super happy. Second place. Get to wear my medal again for the week. And then Sunday, I went and uh, did Spider Mountain again. I've talked about that before. Spider Mountains outside Austin. That's the only chairlift mountain bike park um, that's operational year-round. So you get down the bottom of the mountain, you take a chairlift up like you're going to go ski, and then you uh, ride your mountain bike down as fast as possible. Well, guys, uh, guys you, can't, you can only hear Tyson, but you can't see him, but he's like, he's a beast. He's like this lean, <laughs> ripped. No, you can call yourself Tyson the Tank because you're uh, freaking ripped, dude. A, you a know, mini, you mini tank. No, you, you know, you're built for this uh, kind of endurance athlete kind of stuff so and also that's another reason why he's not married you can tell he's not married doesn't have any kids because 
What'd you do? I went down to Houston. What else did you do? I went down to where else did you go? San Antonio. Austin. I was Houston Austin. Saturday. Austin Sunday. Yeah. So about fifteen Man. hours total in the car over the weekend. Well, mine was. Uh, I had my son's sixth birthday. Uh, there we so go. I had, I had five. Uh, my wife's still a little bit of the COVID situation, so we only invited five of us friends and where i live is basically i have we have a lake and a, a big huge hill and we had some disc that they slid down uh we only had two injuries two major falls two not two, bad yeah not bad out of five two out of five injured two out <laughs> of the five rest of their life so my 30 year old son was there and my six-year-old son was there and my 30 year old son Basically, instead of a, a merry-go-round, which, you know, merry-go-rounds, you can get going pretty fast. You can get catapulted off that thing and fly 10 feet, right? So they had this small one. It's like a cylinder-looking thing. And so what you do is you sit down in it and you hold the bars and you go. And it's kind of <clears throat> it's kind of uh, oval, but it's kind of offside, offset. So it kind of spins real fast and around, picks up speed. So my son thinks it's going to be funny to see how fast he can do it with my other son, who's six. And there he goes. 20 feet in the air <laughs> through the deal. So, so that was one of the injuries or both happened on that? No, that was, no, the, yeah, no, that was actually another, another time. That was the worst one. That's when everybody saw and went, Oh, oh. and uh, you know, we we're kind of worried about who the, got it uh, on video. Who got it on video? We can put that up on our Twitter. Well, it's not like we're sitting there filming every second. <laughs> oh, of this oh. Shit. <laughs> we need to get in this modern world. No, you're like, that's what happens. We don't, we, when you're our age, we don't stick with our phones sitting there filming everything. Good. We use it to look at the time and talk. <laughs> Your phone is a watch. And then my son's reaction was freaking, oh my God. He, of course, my wife's more upset than I am. And I'm just like, dude, be careful. So that was my uh, big Sunday since I'm married with kids. I don't get to travel to Houston. And that's, you can, you uh, can live through me. You can live through me. So those injuries talking about my endurance athlete kind of performance stuff is a great intro into our topic for today. Something I'm, I'm totally interested in. Chris, what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about sarcopenia. Big word. You can look it up. It's called, you can spell it S-A-R-C-O-P-E-N-I-A. If you ask 10 doctors, 10 GPs, two will know what it means because they don't teach this in the uh, in medical school, unfortunately. And sarcopenia is just a big word that means aging. Everything that falls under aging, we talked about it before, women go through menopause. Men, we go through something called menopause or hypogonadism. But we've always accepted it as we get older. And this this can start as early as 30. As you know, your testosterone decreases 1% to 3% every 10 years after the age of 30. But these are guys around 50, 60 years old that really haven't stayed active throughout their life. Okay. okay. So sarcopenia, people used to just call it the natural process of aging. And some of the guys out there, basically, it's funny because whenever they get 65, 65 years old, they're saying... Well, you need to do more cardio, you need to do more walking. Well, I never understood that. So if you think about it rationally, if I'm getting older, I'm, I'm losing muscle mass, I'm losing bone density, I'm losing balance. Why in the heck do you want me to walk? I should be freaking resistance training more. So it's getting to be more, I mean, it's going to take another 10 years for society to hear more about it, but it's getting a little more talked about, but I've been studying it for the last three years because I noticed a lot of my... You know, I specialize in men over like 40, 50, 60, 70 years old. And I'm telling you, my guys are more like executives, type A personalities. They understand the the, the benefits of long-term health. So 
to keep them accountable, that's why they hire me, you know, because they know, you know, you don't work out at 40, 50, 60 like we did at 20, 30, and they're not going to go to a gym anyway. So I don't see it that often, but whenever I am out in the world, uh, I do see uh, these guys, you know, looking, bend over, looking for quarters. There's a lot of things that happen about sarcopenia. I mean, basically you decrease your muscle mass, you get weaker, you have uh, decreased bone density, you have a lot of weight gain. But it's, it has to do with uh, the main thing is your hormone levels start changing. And we always hear about the women, but we never talk about the men and their so, hormones changing. So, Chris, and the men, the testosterone levels going down, it's a percentage of muscle mass loss if the muscle is not being actively used, bone density being decreased, correct? Yeah, quality of so, life changes, balance yep. changes. Just bringing it back here, is it the doctor's recommendation for getting people to just start being active by walking versus resistance training. Is that the difference from somebody that's straight off the couch with zero exercise to, hey, let's get you walking and then eventually into resistance training? Or it should go right into resistance training right off the couch to help prevent this? Well, everybody that I'm speaking with, most of them are on concierge doctors, but a lot of the GPs, they don't ever stop talking about this to their clients till they're 65 years old. And it's like a little questionnaire that they have to fill out. GP, like you, general practitioner. Oh, sorry, general practitioner. Yeah. So the question you're asking is, is this basically uh, don't sitting on the people who sit on the couch and eat bonbons all day or is these just normal people? Yep. Correct. It is. It's everyone. I mean, it's just it's a naturally occurring thing. But I think people sit on the couch more because they use the excuse that, hey, I'm getting older. I don't have the energy anymore. I don't have the strength anymore. So they kind of use that as I'll say the word cop out just to yep. be nice. And they don't basically have complete ownership of what they're doing. I mean, I'm 52 years old. I've never experienced it. I don't know what they're saying. My, my testosterone, my levels are high, but most of my guys who come in and, and the thing is when your testosterone decreases, your estrogen increases and there's ways you can turn this around. Are you talking about uh, TRT? No, you don't have to really do TRT. First, I would get my TRT, I'd get my test checked. What's happened in the past, and, and, and I'm glad they're doing this, but if you don't have enough testosterone and you put more in, it's called therapy, okay? okay. If you have you already have enough and you put more in, that's called enhancement. Got it. Okay? So luckily, now they're seeing that testosterone in men is pretty much cause is the biggest cause of, you know, losing muscle mass, bone density, balance, just basically loss of independence. So the insurance companies are actually covering it now. So if you go to a TRT clinic or whatever, and they say your testosterone's low, which guys, <laughs> the, the variance is you can be 200 all the way to 900. In so testosterone level. Yeah. What do they measure testosterone in? How's it measured? How's that level what, measured? You talk about blood work? Yeah. So when you go in, so if I go to the, the men's <laughs> clinic or uh, any of those testosterone replacement therapy um, clinics, they're like, hey, man, they're going to get my T chested. <laughs> chested. <laughs> That's uh, basically with my, uh, my, my bitch chesters right there. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so they're going to test out my testosterone and get my T level checked. And yeah. Come back with a range like that. What What is that measured in? Because this is something that I think. Uh, I need to do. I need to get my T levels checked and see where I'm at. You definitely should. Everybody should. I mean, all you're going to do is it's like, yeah, they're just going to draw blood and they're basically just, I mean, it's like asking me how they check cholesterol in your blood. I forget. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but they just, they measure it somehow and they come back with this range. 
And they came up with this range that said, you know, uh, Tyson the Tank test is 300, right? Okay. And your general practitioner is probably going to say for your age, you're fine. I think, and if you talk to a lot of, if you talk to specialists, because a lot of the TRT clinics out there are basically general practitioners who are trying to find ways to make additional money. So they're doing uh, the hair transplants and doing the TRT. But I mean, my question to these guys, are, are you trying to get me at a level when I was 21? Are you trying to get me at a testosterone level at 50, right? And I can't get an answer. The variance is 200 to 900. If you're around 300, you're fine. If you're around 200, then they might talk to you about it. Got it. So if you are checked out and you got low testosterone levels and things you need to watch out for, knowing that your low testosterone is muscle loss, fatigue, low energy, loss of bone density. Yeah, you're going to feel it. I mean, basically, if you're tired all day and you feel tired and sluggish and lethargic and, you know, you can't, your cognitive is going, you don't have that short-term recall, those are some of the symptoms. And if you're over 50, uh, it's, it's, it's just a natural aging process. Even, even me being as healthy as I, even as much as I train and heavy as I train, I went in one time and I was just, man, I was just tired all the time and I was 250. So what can we do to help turn this around? Just resistance training. What you and I talk about every day, this burst training that we do, this resistance training we do, this 20 minute little burst uh, resistance cardio stuff. That's all you have to do. You see more people now, older people, not, I hate to say older, more people that are in their fifties. <laughs> Cause I'm Cause we're, just, we're, we're just, in that group now. I just we're said older and I said, you know, old people like 50, 60. And I went, Oh my God, <laughs> 50. Yeah. We're in that group now, but you see more of them now doing powerlifting. You see more uh, bodybuilding. I mean, if you follow that industry, you'll see there's a lot more, men and women that are over 50 that are powerless in bodybuilding. That's extreme to me for that age group. But I think that if you just get off the couch, start moving, get some bands, I, I would find a trainer who specializes in men and women over 50. However your trainer trains, that's how he's going to train you. So if they're CrossFitters, they're going to train you CrossFit. If they're bodybuilders, they're going to train you more, like you said, bro workouts. I don't know how they call it, pin and push or major minor workouts. You got to find somebody who understands, number one, what sarcopenia is, how we can increase it. I mean, you can, we can talk about protein, increasing your protein, you know, decreasing inflammation in the body. The uh, inflammation, of course, that's the number one thing is inflammation. Inflammation, of course, is caused from sugar. And if you can decrease the inflammation in your body, that's, that's 80, 90% of the battle. That's so the number one. Decreasing inflammation to help um, decrease the effects of sarcopenia? Yeah. Well, just just a better quality of life. I mean, people just eat too much sugar, which causes inflammation, which causes all these. And then we can get back to like we talked about last week, you know, or two weeks ago, you know, the the man's oil change. Now we get into blood work and now we get into taking responsibility and checking your hematocrit levels and your hemoglobin levels, stuff that the doctors don't do. You can reverse and you can kind of hold back or reverse if you're going to the blood clinic and making sure your hematocrit levels are not getting above 50. You're going to decrease strokes, decrease heart attacks, decrease a lot of internal stuff that people, they don't tell us about. And they don't talk about testosterone, which really upsets. If they, if more men knew about testosterone and how, why I feel like the way I feel, and they're using the cop out of, well, I'm getting older. So that's why 
I'm, I'm tired. I don't have the energy anymore. So I'll just play golf all day. So. Which is better than nothing. It's better than nothing. Though. It is, but... Uh, Especially if they're walking it. Instead of... Uh, I've seen the old guys out on the course walking all 18 holes. What, the guys that are 50? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't go up there and ask them, take their temperature and ask them how old they were. Uh, well, I'll I, be honest. I'll tell you, a lot of my clients are on TRT. Probably about... The bands with the TRT. They're, they're training just so they can walk that course, which is great about, exercise. Probably 80% of my guys are on TRT. And... What's your recommendation on that? I know we kind of jump in on a bunch of different topics that are kind of related on our main topic for today. And we touched on TRT before. I think it's going to be a reoccurring topic because it is such a fitness over 40, right? 40, 50, 60 going in there when your our testosterone levels are dropping. But we want to stay fit and active and having that hormone level at a therapeutic place or an enhanced place benefits for men. Yeah, I mean, just remember TRT just is testosterone replacement therapy. Yep. Basically, we just as we get older, we lose it. I'm 100 percent for it. So, on based on your your clients, kind of bringing us back here, how is the TRT, the therapy? Are more of them in the therapy aspect or the enhancement aspect? Well, your not I don't have any enhancement because Got these are guys are 60, 65 years old. So, hey. most of my guys are not. They're not like, pushing 800. They could, be, they could be like Stallone. It could be like Stallone out there. You know what I mean? Well, he's doing a lot of, <laughs> lot of, lot of growth. He likes the, he likes the HGH and the IGF. And, you know, <laughs> now we're on a whole different topic. That's a whole, that's, that's the real stuff. That's the real good stuff. So being, uh, kind of bringing this back to, um, sarcopenia, being on the therapy, testosterone therapy, how has that helped your clients keep the muscle mass, reduce bone density, um, mm -hmm. energy fatigue kind of just help them power through their day well their energy level is going to be higher they stay motivated so they can lift they can train heavier they can do the workouts it's just it's just like a, it's kind of like a circle of life you know it's just like they have more energy they work out they they're active they eat clean they eat enough protein you know they're just i, I think be honest with you they're just I, I i believe in complete ownership of you. You control your body. You control everything about you. I don't rely on any doctor. If I think my, I thought my testosterone levels were low. He never said a darn thing about testosterone. I said, look, it's a different draw. So when you go get every six months, I get my blood tested. He, that's a different draw. He never tested for testosterone. So when I asked him one time, I said, Hey doc, what's my testosterone level? And he goes, I don't know. That's never checked your testosterone. I'm 50 years old. How come you hadn't checked my testosterone? I tell you, I'm tired. I tell you, I don't feel like I'm not motivated. I tell you, my short-term memory is going. So finally, we tested it, and sure enough, it was low. So, Chris, on the blood work you're getting done every six months, is that in addition to the the man oil change that we talked about in a previous episode? Yeah. Or is that part of your? No, it's, that's separate. That's separate. They, okay. Yeah, they don't do the they don't do the oil change there. They don't they don't take out the blood there. Your doctor will check all the internal stuff, the LDL and HDL and your clip, you know, all that good stuff. I'm just being proactive, saying doing it every six months just to make sure I catch something before it happens. You know, checking your PSAs. Is, you got to have a base. Right. And if you never check PSAs, if you go in and you're at three, you're like, oh, my God. But it, it's not how high the PSA is. It's basically if I'm at one point five right now. And I go in six weeks, six months from now, and I'm at three. What is the I, PSA? That's your prostate. That's what you check for prostates. Yeah, see, I, I haven't got I haven't got mine checked out yet. 
you got to come on. What are you, what are not, you doing? Are you young? Not in, young not in the, haven't had it. Haven't had it checked out medically. You know. Well, if you go, if you go to, your, I, I, I promise you, it will. Uh, as as active as you are, and as much as you train, and as hard as you train, from the Ninja Warrior stuff to the Spartans to the downhill racing, I would go get it checked. Yeah, I need uh, I need my uh, my forty year old man man checkup. Man, I need to get the I need to get get my body in the shop. Get it tested out. Make sure there's no underlying issues. We should do an episode on that. In fact, we will do an episode on that on the on the Tyson tune-up. I'd love it. Uh, the Tyson tune-up episode. Just uh, I know we're short on time today. If anyone has questions, they can email. They can email the podcast. Askthefitnesszone at gmail.com. That's the best. Um, way. Hit us up on Twitter at DFW Fitness Zone, or check out when you're checking out the other podcasts on DSP Media. Click on our link. Ask us questions, and we will be more than happy to send you information on our topic today, sarcopenia, as well as ways to prevent it, to reduce the symptoms of it, to keep your testosterone level at a proper level, keep that muscle mass, keep that energy, reduce the uh, bone, bone loss. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is basically a quality of life, loss of independence. People, you lose balance, you fall, blah, blah, blah. In so. case you're 50 and have a six-year-old kid that you need to pick up after they fly off the uh, <laughs> merry-go-round thank you chris that's today's episode it was a good one thank you guys for listening we'll be back next week we got some special guests coming up we'll check in and we'll do the the tyson tune-up episode we'll talk about what's going on with my right eye while i'm getting eye surgery that's going to be a whole episode coming up and uh we'll see you guys next time take care have fun hit us up send us an email find us on twitter dsp media See you guys next time. Applause break out. Let's clap it up. Yeah. Cheers. Tim, hit that outro music.